0: Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post game analysts with the sauce you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce. Hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti.
1: Hey, welcome to South Philly Sauce, a special edition. I'm Al Morganti with Joe Watson, and this is brought to you by 94WIP and Jack Daniels. And it's an Odyssey original. And today is a very special edition because I mentioned with me, I, I guess uh, uh, I will call you an old friend, Joe <laughs> Watson, who uh, you're not just a former flyer, you're a citizen of hockey. 50 uh, something years and you wrote a book and people will realize why the name of this book when you start talking here called <laughs> Uh Just explain to me why you wrote the book.
0: Well, I tell you, we, Al, we were in Russia five years ago. Yeah and uh, and Bill, uh, Bill Meltzer, yep we invited him to come on the trip, and while we were there, he was, get, he was writing stories about our trip, and he was getting a big response on it. I said, well, and I, I wasn't aware of what he was doing. I knew he was writing, but I didn't think we were getting a big response on our trip, and I said, you know, I said, well, that's wonderful. I said, Al, if I ever decide to do a book, I'm gonna hire you to do the book, and, <laughs> and about a year, year and a half later, uh I, I i talked to him about it and i said i'd love to do a book and he says good i will help you and i says, and that was that's the way it happened El." but and a book but your
1: life is a book is an, ama- <laughs> an amazing book now you're you're oh. celebrating basically 50 years you were with the flyers team that won the cup but before that you were with the bruins you're basically your your life has been
0: hockey yeah yeah you know what when we played this game last weekend the alumni uh, game everybody uh, came back for the 50th anniversary of the cup yeah right and uh and I was, certainly wasn't going to indulge in playing, but Brad Brad Marsh approached me and he said, Joe, if you play in this game, you will have played seven decades of Flyers hockey and oh, alumni seven hockey. Seven decades. I says, really? He says, yeah, you will, because you came here in 67. And now, you know, it's two, 2024. That's seven decades. And I never thought of it. And I said, okay, well, I'll help you out. And So I went out there and I had never wore a helmet in my life. <laughs> in order to play the game, I was informed that I had to wear a helmet. So I put this helmet on. I didn't even know how to put the damn thing on. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out well. And uh, and uh, I must say I enjoyed it. And uh, that was definitely my last game. I have that, you're grandson. not playing anymore? No, I have my grandson who's eight years old. He's he's a big hockey, loves hockey. So I will go out and help him. But that's about it. But I'm not, really not going to perform in another game.
1: Well, because I, you know, I, I mean, I played in some alumni games just as like yeah. a guest. Yeah. And, like, you would be screaming at me to
0: back check. I'm like, this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> and you you, you 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 approached everything like it was an NHL game. Well, you know what? Anybody can lose, but not anybody can win. It takes a <laughs> special breed to win. And I want to win. Whenever I play anything, I want to win. So, I yeah, I, I am hard on some of the guys at some time because, listen, we're, we get in close games and everything else, and every goal counts. And uh, so we've got to perform up to their ability to uh, – it's a product of event from goals being scored. And I get on guys I, you're right. I do get on guys. Yeah, I, I know, no, guys. no, yeah. I know.
1: I can't play. You're yelling at me, somebody that can't play, that he has to back check. I'm like, what are you crazy? I'm not back checking. So but you've been the same since you were a kid and, and you know, you and your brother Jimmy coming from Smithers, how how did it all start? Like when right now when kids start playing hockey around here, it's like Costs a lot of money. You yeah. join a club, get into a rink
0: that has. But how How did, what were the basics to get started? Well, I remember three and a half. I was three and a half. My uncle, Wilf, um, he got me a pair of skates. And I put them on. I went out the ice with a chair. And I pushed off the chair. And whenever I thought I was going to fall, I'd grab onto the chair. And that kind of broke my fall and so on and so forth. And then I progressed from there. And you know, I pushed off the boards and grabbed onto the boards. The boards weren't that high in those days. And then uh, I'll never forget this. There's a guy named Claude Munson, local druggist in Smithers and a town of 600, 700 people at the time. And I got the puck and went through this whole team and, and I scored a goal and I come back to the bench and he says, Joey, you keep on playing like that. You could play in the National Hockey League one of these years. I said, really? And I, I never thought anything of it, but you know, it always, always ingrained in my mind because he more or less, he more or less instituted in my mind that I I might be able to play in the National Hockey League, and I never thought any anything of it. But I really dedicated myself. I worked very hard because I had to work hard. I wasn't as talented as a lot of the players I played with, so I had to overcompensate and work hard and 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 played the best of my ability and play very defensive-minded, and that's why I survived for so many years.
1: So how how remote is Smithers? Like how
0: what's well, it like? Well, it's uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you like, wild if you like, when I left there, when I was there, and I I left there in 1960, and there there was about 600 people living the town, and we used to have moose running down the main street in the wintertime <laughs> because the wolves are trying to get them. So the wolves would, the wolves would come in wouldn't come into town, but the moose moose would. Uh, you know, you see bears galore. There's lots of bears up there, whether black or grizzly. Uh, but I just you know I. Uh, I didn't want to spend the rest of my life in that environment. I (laughs) I wanted to get out of there, and my way was through hockey. So in 1960, uh, our team went to the B.C. Juvenile Championships in Prince George, which is what? British Columbia, right? Yeah, 250 miles south of Smithers. And we get there, and uh, we win our first game. Now we're in the finals against a team from Kamloops, British Columbia. And we lose. And, you know, we're all upset now we lost, but we had a chance to be the representative for British Columbia for all of the, all of, because they have the championships of Canada. And we didn't win. So uh, after our game, there's a guy came, comes down and knocks on the door and introduced himself. And he's a scout for the Boston Bruins. And, uh, and we thought nothing of it. And he says, uh, I watched your team. I like your team. He says, I, I'm interested in three of your players. And, uh, and one was me. <laughs> I said, Oh, my God. I'm 16 years old. And uh, so in a way, he said, I'd like you to come down to Estevan, Saskatchewan. And it's 2,800 miles away from Swithers. So it took us five days to get down there. We get down there. And I Scotty Monroe is our coach and general manager. And I get down there. So he has a meeting with the, with the team, all the all the people they had, they had invited. And there's 104 guys trying out for four positions on the team. Wow. And I said to myself, I went to the scouter, why did you invite me something like this? There's so many guys here. He says he says, Joey, if I didn't think you had a chance, I wouldn't have invited you. I says, Really? He says, Yeah. So I says, Okay. So I says, Okay, I gotta do something to impress these guys because you got four days to prove yourself and then if you're not don't prove yourself, you're gone. So I said to myself, You know what I do? I gotta get in some fights. <laughs> <laughs> I got in four fights. I don't think I won one, but Five days later, there's a hundred guys gone. I'm still there. Oh. So they called me in and they say, "We want to sign you to a contract." I said, "Really, a contract?" I said, "Well, this is nice." They offered me $150 a month. $150 a month. Uh, and, and I had, of course, I had to pay room and board on that. So, <laughs> so I was paying, I was paying uh, $65 every two weeks for room and board. So I ended up, you know, I ended up with $20, $25 to spend every month, and I, I thought I was living. <laughs> High off the hog, man! I'm living in hillbilly heaven. This is a great life. <laughs> yeah, and oh. yeah. So
1: then you 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 know you're with the Bruins. There's no draft at that time. No, you, you're, no, you're the property of the Bruins. Yeah, you go to the Bruins camp in what
0: '64? Well, I went to the Bruins camp. Yeah, uh, '63 I turned pro, and then '64 I went to the Bruins camp in London, Ontario, and then I went to the Bruins camp the next year in London, Ontario, and then the following year. I went to there again, and that's when I made Boston. But prior to that, I played in Minneapolis for two years, and Harry Sinden was my coach. Oh, so the br- le- he coached I, the Bruins. Yeah, yeah, and I learned so much from Harry Sinden. I played him, and I played together. He, was, he took me under his wing and really treated me well and everything else. So the first two years, we were in Minneapolis, and then we went to Oklahoma City the next year. We moved the franchise to Oklahoma City in 65, and we went down there. We won the league championship. And I w- I made I made the first All Star team. Yeah, so and, be and and, and and Harry became the coach of Boston, so you're with the Bruins. You're right, and and uh, and thank God Harry became the coach because he believed in me and everything else. And so you know I was playing in Boston in '66. I played four games in '65 with Boston. I get I, my first game was against Detroit, and uh, but '66 was my first full year. And uh, and Harry believed in me, and I played defense. You know there was Orr myself. So, yeah, you were a defenseman Teddy with Bobby Green. Orr, yeah. Yeah, Teddy Green. Oh, man. Teddy Green. You know, we had Bob Wojtowicz, yeah. Real Boy Van.
1: So, in Philadelphia, we think of you as original flyer, kind of. Yeah. What was it like when, I, I got to think, like I'm from Boston, to yeah. to have, I knew what was coming with Bobby Orr. Yeah. Honestly, when yeah. you ended up, I, the, the flyers took you in a, in a draft. Yeah, yeah. What were your
0: thoughts Oh, then? my God. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, You know, in the summertime, when you, when, when you, well, in the wintertime, you play hockey, you don't make a lot of money. Wait. So I was working for the B.C. government. I was flagging traffic back and forth in this this site we were doing work, we were doing the road. And a guy come by about 10 after 7, he says, Joe, I just heard your name in radio. I says, oh, yeah, what'd you hear? He says, you're going to Philadelphia. I says, what do you mean, Philadelphia? The Philadelphia Flyers are an expansion team. You got drafted by Philadelphia. And I had no idea I wasn't protected because in those days you're only allowed to yep. protect 10 players right. and I wasn't one of the 10 protected. But the year before I beat out Dallas Smith and Gary Doak for a job and they proceeded to protect them. And, and, uh, so Harry and called me after it was over and he said, Joe, we never thought we'd lose you. We you were the first player taken off our, off our team. We never thought we thought other guys would be gone. And so in a way, make a long story short, I came to Philadelphia and, and uh, I remember we had training camp up in Quebec City, and for five weeks, and then came to Philadelphia. My first impressions of Philadelphia: we get picked up at the airport, and we're driving the over over the old uh, Penrose Avenue Bridge. Right. And I'm I'm very inquisitive, so I got I sat in the front seat to just to look at the city, look at the sights. So <clears throat> we come over the old Penrose Avenue Bridge, and we get down to the bottom of the bridge. I look off the right side, and I see this machine grinding up grinding up cars. They had all those vehicles there yeah. and they were grinding up all those cars. So I said, to the bus driver says, oh, what's that machine doing? He says, oh, the mafia owned that. I said, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and he said, yeah, what they do is they get rid of people. They put them in their cars and they grind them together. I said, what are you talking about? What the heck? I thought he was kidding me, but he was serious. I said, holy mackerel. So I don't know what we're doing. But anyway, okay, so fine. So then we that then the mayor, uh, was James Tate, and he wanted to have a parade down Broad Street to welcome us. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. So we start going down Broad Street. There are more people in the parade than we're watching <laughs> in the parade of Broad Street. I said, what the hell are we doing this for? This was a joke. But anyway, to make a long story short, I never forgot that because seven years later, the mayor doesn't even show up for the function, the city hall. <laughs> James Tate. He, and, and so I never forgot those seven years later, we win. We win, and, and Rizzo's the mayor then. And I remember we had the chambers and... Uh, and uh, uh, I was very upset, you know. Well, I was very excited that we won, and they all. But I still was over upset because he never acknowledged us when he came here in '67. Yeah. You know. So Rizzo was the mayor then. So I got up and I says, "Where in the hell was a?" I and more and <laughs> different words, but I says, "Where in the hell was the mayor seven years ago when when we, we first came here?" And Rizzo says, "Oh, don't blame me. I wasn't the mayor." <laughs> yeah. Well, you turned in, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, oh. And you've been here
1: since then yeah to see everything that's gone on in the city yeah and with the flyers uh with the all the teams here yeah so why did you stay like why did so many you and your brother both stay yeah
0: well you know what uh my kids my kids were my kids were born here and uh and uh and we had gone to smithers a number of times in the summertime but this is this is my home for my kids, and I, I just couldn't pick up and leave and take my kids someplace else because they're American citizens, yeah. and uh, I'm still a Canadian citizen, and uh, but I never. Well, it's I, about I time, Joe. And, you can you know you huh? can,
1: we'll, we'll accept you if you want. To. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but I just I just couldn't get up and leave you know and leave my you know because I just couldn't do it wasn't the right yeah, yeah. thing so I stayed here and I'm glad I stayed here. Oh so yeah, what right. a what a city what a city. You know what all they all they expect from you is work. If you work hard, they love you. If you don't work hard, you don't exert yourself out there. Sometimes people are, can get on you very quickly. And, uh, but my main objective was to win, obviously. We want to win, and secondly, to, to play. Play hard, as hard as you possibly could for the Flyers. Because we had a great owner, Mr. Snyder. Oh right. my God, he'd do anything to win. Yeah, you know, and you won
1: the Cups. You became yep. lifetime heroes yep. in Philadelphia, still still to this day. You know you what? You had your, your alumni, and there's still so many of it, you it's, still.
0: It's true. you know. You know what? The other day, were you at the banquet two weeks ago when when Joe Conklin got up there and and spoke on the Broad Street Bullies? No. He says there will never be another team in Philadelphia that is more representative of Philadelphia than the Broad Street Bullies. And you know what? When we went to Russia five years ago, Al, we played there. We played four games. And wherever we went, we saw people with flyer jerseys on. Imagine in Russia, and I couldn't tell Mr. Snyder that because Mr. Snyder just passed away about a year before that. Because when we, we went, we went, to Europe nine times and played in different uh, different countries. Wherever we went, saw player people had Flyer jerseys on, and the Broad Street Bullies are renowned. I mean, even over there, and because they all they want to do is talk. When we are in Russia, all they want to do is talk about what the Flyers just how they Flyers dismantled the Soviet Red Army team. And when we beat them four to one, and we could have beat them ten to one if Trecek hadn't have played great, you remember that game? I remember game? that game. Yeah, holy! The cra- whole world should've... was rooting for you, except oh, the Russians. Oh my God! I've, and you know what? And the Russians are good guys. I, you know, I, I, I got to know some of them. Oh
1: sure, they yeah. After you almost broke their necks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'll never forget. So after the game, uh, I come out of the dressing room with a little flyer hat on, yeah, uh, yeah. two dollar hat on, and one of the Russians comes out with a Cossack hat. He comes to me, hot, 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 hot. You want my hat? Yeah, I want your hat. I said, Well, I'll take yours then. So I gave him a two dollar hat and I got he I and uh, I got his two hundred and fifty dollar hat. I still have it today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice trade. Well, you know, because it's funny, the Flyers got this Mitchkov, uh, the waiting you know, oh, Michkov. Oh yeah, what a and player. He's when be. when they went to talk to him, yeah. he wanted to play for the Flyers. Yeah, and it goes all the way back yeah. to what you're talking yeah. about. And he's a kid.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what? Wherever we went in Russia, I got interviewed so much because because I was the only player who played in that game in '76, and the only player that was over in Russia playing against the Russians, and not one of the Russian players that we played against, most of them were are, are passed on. Yeah, yeah. That 50 years old, all they do is drink vodka and, and a beer for a chaser, and they don't last. But 50 years <laughs> old, they're gone for God's sake. There was two players that played in that game that were still alive when I was over there. Yeah, and. uh but they were they were they treated us royally. Putin, we thought Putin was going to play the game when we played.
1: Oh my Red God, Square. no, not Putin! Not Putin! I watched oh, him on tape. He oh, thinks know, he's Bobby I know, Orr. He,
0: I know he spreads out, boy. I mean, everybody <laughs> spreads out when he comes down the <laughs> ice. Oh my God! They don't want to go to Siberia, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: I mean, I think he actually. No, thinks, no. Have you played against him, or did, did, no? He, he didn't play he the didn't game. You didn't want. He didn't want to face the no, Flyers. No, I don't know. I don't know what he. <laughs> but he didn't
0: play the game. He was. He was. He was there in the, the Kremlin. The Kremlin's right next to uh, Red Square. But he didn't play in the game. And uh, I wouldn't if I
1: was him either. After I watched the tape <laughs> of you guys, but you did do that thing.
0: <laughs> oh boy! But you know what? The only thing I regret. I got. I bought four jerseys. Yeah. Four jerseys over there, and I wanted to get them signed by him. So I gave him a jersey. I never got the jerseys back. It's a shock. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> shock. I never got the jerseys back. Ah. Uh, signed. And I paid I paid $200 for each one of <laughs> I never, because I was going to, uh, you know, box uh, them off. them off, yeah. So. Oh, because, you know. Yeah. Oh, heck, who wouldn't want his yeah. autograph in jersey? Yeah. You know?
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select
0: devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: So, well, well, you see now you've been here so long, like yeah. I have yeah. to watch the games now. A lot of guys that are older I, I find that they just wish it was like it was what's your what do, what do you feel about the game i i think it's incredibly fast oh the,
0: my god you know what when we play it when i look at our team with the speed they have in this game today a lot of us couldn't have played a lot of us couldn't have played the game is just too fast too fast you do, you have a second to make a move you have about a second to make a move there's somebody on you you know it's great and the, the game is very scrambly now and especially in front of the net you know why because there's just no room these guys are so quick and fast and big and strong and you can't move them out of the front of the net and uh and it's it's, it's a very but i it's exciting it, the game is exciting yeah and the game is so exciting these guys they go 20 25 miles an hour our top speed was probably 15 at that <laughs> you know we had or of course or was an exception yeah. cornway was an exception where there weren't a lot of guys that had a lot of big speed like those guys but the game uh i love the game i I'm I really love I love the flyers the way they're going and everything else with Danny Breer and Keith Jones at the helm and Dan Hilferty. yeah Dan Hilferty, what a fine gentleman he is. I just love the organization the organization's going the right way yeah and it's a couple of years we're probably a couple of years away and they're drafting well and then they we, wait till we get Mishkoff. Mishkoff, I don't know when they're going to get him. But they have a Russian goalie over there that went to Siberia for a year because yeah, yeah. he was threatening to come here and, and, and Putin sent him to Siberia. How, how
1: amazing is this that after everything with the Russians from 50 years ago, yeah. now they're the great hope that the team is going to get, right, get you're a right better. Mishkov, I mean, yeah. my
0: God, I, I can't wait till I see him come here because yeah. I've talked to so many people and they're all excited about getting a russian and mr Snyder wanted nothing to do with the russians initially Oh, well, now we would oh we would yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> just wanted to True. win
1: so how much yeah. for how much fun was the book remembering some of the stories and doing stuff like
0: oh that? boy i had 96 captions of 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 you know six or seven words yep. in each one uh, and uh, uh, about a story about a story here and there and i probably used a third of them uh but uh, there are so many great stories. Oh my God! I'll tell you, I'll give you one story. Bernie. Bernie was the big white hunter. He wanted to be a hunter, and he won. He called me in 1968, and he says, uh, "Joe, I'd like to come up to Smithers and get a bear." Oh, a bear. He says, "Yeah, I want." To. So he drove seven days from Montreal. Him <laughs> and another guy drove to Smithers. What? They arrived there. And uh, they want to go hunt for a bear, and there's a guy, a, a, a guy named Joe Tennant, who was my coach, and he was an engineer in the railroad. Now this is how the wild, wild west is. And I told him that Bernie was coming, and he wanted to go hunting. He said, "Well, he can come in the engine with me, because Joe was a, he was an engineer. Joe right. was an engineer." Oh, you mean an engineer for a train? Yeah, for the for the railroad, for, for the railroad, <laughs> okay. for, the railroad, for right. the railroad. Yeah. And uh, he says, "I'll take him in the engine with me." I said, "Really?" He says, "Oh, yeah." And then we see when he can start firing out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> so went away. Start. They saw a bear, and, they, and it was about maybe three hundred pounds. And they start shooting. And he was hitting when the shaker, and the goddamn thing got full of lead. He couldn't move anymore, and he was running afright because the train was chasing him down the track. So eventually, that you know, they got the bear and everything else. They put him in one of the cars, and they brought it back to Smithers, and. Uh, Bernie was so proud as a peacock, he drove around Smithers with two days with his bloody bear, black bear in the hood of his oh, car. Oh, God. And, and they had the flies, mosquitoes, and the dogs and everything else chasing <laughs> oh, them. It was crazy. Uh, oh, boy. And he was drinking apricot brandy with my dad. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember my, your dad came in yeah, occasionally. Yeah, Your, your yeah, dad oh was like Oh, my a, God. It was kind of crazy,
1: man. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been a... What a, what a life. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and I, I, I got to think that you had to be a little bit... The last time you... It might be the last time you put on skates.
0: Well, I, that I alumni game. be the game. last time I put on skates, but the last time I played, that's
1: that. Thing. And that, what did that? I mean, just like as a guy, yeah. Like whatever we play, we'll play softball till we're eighty. We'll play yeah. ten, yeah. But to have been in the NHL and to what were your feelings like? This is the last time I'm going to compete, even if it's just an alumni game.
0: Yeah, you know what? I thought about it a lot because uh, initially I wasn't going to play, and then Brad told me, "Well, if you play, it'll be seven decades." Yeah, and yeah, really? yeah. I said, "Okay, so." Uh, and I said, okay, so I wanted to go out and skate. I skated a couple times, but you know, when you're out there skating, you don't have your equipment on, you're out there with your grandchild, yeah, yeah. grandchild, you know, and he's out skating me for God's sake. And, uh, and, uh, I thought, okay, well, I'll try this. And I went out there and, <clears throat> and they told me, they informed me that I couldn't play if I didn't wear a helmet. I said, well, I've never wore a helmet in my life. And they said, well, you can't play. I said, okay, so I'll try this. On. I didn't know how to put it on, <laughs> I never had one. So I go out there, you know, and uh, the grand, you know, it was, it was kind of crazy. It was really wonderful the way they did the thing, they inter- the way they introduced me. Uh, but I think back, and I know I won't play anymore, that's for sure. Yeah. But I got a call from Phoenix, Arizona here about three days ago to come out there and play in a game. <laughs> and and I told the guy, he says, I just can't do that. I can't do that. No, I can't. But I'd come out there for a trip, but I'd come out golf or something, but he said, well, we want you to play any a game. I said, Oh, I can't do that. Oh,
1: God, no. You're officially done.
0: Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, it's yeah.
1: been, uh, Joe, yeah. it's been one hell of a run. And oh. you've been so great to the community here, charities, oh. everything. And if people want to read, I mean, this is a great read. I mean, this whether, whether you're a 12-year-old Flyer fan or an 80-year-old Flyer fan, or a, just a fan of Philadelphia, yeah. if you want to read about what it's been like for a half a century, yeah. Uh, in the NHL and in Philadelphia, yeah. Thundermouth, which is a great name cuz You know, end. if you're
0: li- if you're interested in getting the book, you get joewatsonofficial.com. joewatsonofficial.com. That's simple as that. Book. Yeah, I've been sending them to Europe. I sent one to I sent a couple to Someone to Putin? Huh? Send one no, to Putin? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> if I got the sweaters I'd, I'd send them. Yes. <laughs> I got the sweater, but I didn't get the sweater and I'm not going to get them. I know that that's long gone. But uh <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Uh I've been sending mail to Europe for God's sake. Just, that's the
1: power of the internet. That's what yeah. it is though. Yeah. The power of the Internet. All right, once again, where can I where can I order the book? Joe Yeah, Joewatsonofficial dot Joe official. And I'll get it out com. in
0: two days. Once I get the order I'll send it out in two days and you'll get it in two or three days.
1: So Joe, we've talked a lot about your career, a little bit about the flyers. We want to get more in depth into what you think of them right now. Like what They've been exceeded expectations and had a bit of a dip before. We were right before the All-Star break here. What are your assessment right now of the team?
0: Well, first of all, the emphasis on this game, I'll tell you, I, I went to uh, uh, one of the training camp uh, days in September with right. the Flyers over at the facility over there, Borees. And I'm sitting there watching, and I said, holy God, look at the speed this team has. And I said to myself, and I said there was other people there too, the Flyers are going to surprise a lot of people, and that's what they've done they surprised not only the fans and, themselves <laughs> but themselves themselves in the league. And you know, I know everybody thinks this won't last long won't, won't last. Well, it's lasted for almost three quarters of the season for God's. Yeah. And I'm excited about this team and I'm glad they got a break at the right time. And they come back rejuvenated and make a push for the last 30 games or last 30 some games they have left, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, and, and they've, it's kind of like they don't have that one big scorer like right. some teams. Right. And, and
0: that and that's what they're lacking. You need you need a big centerman. Yeah. You need a big centerman and uh and that's what they're lacking. But you know what? They they make it up for it in hard work, man. They they work hard and I got to give the coach a lot of credit his coaches.
1: Well, yeah, well I got to ask you about that. Now, there are some people that Tortorella they they think it won't work anymore. That kind of coaching won't work anymore. Yeah. But it seems to me like it's working well, fine and the kids sort of like yeah, it.
0: Sure. Discipline. Discipline's a big part of the game. And and emphasis, like I said, emphasis on speed. And they're a very disciplined team. I know they didn't ex- they didn't do well against Boston the other day when they played Boston. There was a lot of mistakes made in the ice. And, and I thought they played so well the first 14 or 15 minutes of the game and then Boston just exploded and they got four goals in the last four minutes of the period. And, and I think they kind of lost their pizzazz, the Flyers and... But, you know what, with with him at the helm, the coach at the helm, and assistant coaches, I don't know assistant coaches, but I just honestly feel the Flyers are going to be there uh, come playoff time.
1: And you see the uh, the crowds getting bigger and oh, more, more excited. Ever.
0: I mean, look at our alumni game. We had almost 15,000 for our game. And and the Flyers, hockey is back in Philadelphia. It really is. And I got to you know, it's a tribute to the, the organization and, and what Danny Briere and Keith Jones and Dan Hilferty are doing, and there's a lot of excitement. I talked to a lot of people, and there's excitement. I just came in the train this morning from media, and a guy was talking to me about the Flyers, and I says, "You know what? I haven't followed for the last three or four years, but I tell you, I'm following this year. So to go to show you the Flyers are catching on again, as far as the team, and and just a matter of time where they they do well and hopefully uh, you know get the Holy Grail here.
1: Yeah, it doesn't hurt that they play physical too. Uh, I mean, I know some people mention, obviously, speed. But yeah. when it's a physical, I don't think it'll ever change in Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, it's right. just there, most of Canada, yeah. uh, that they just they just need that. That has to be in the mix.
0: Well, I think, you know what? Women love the fierceness of the game. They do. Because you know what happened? women are cooped up in the house all day with their kids <laughs> don't, don't. and they're looking to get the hell out of there and they want to go to the game and when they get to the game they're hollering and screaming just as loud as the men for guys Well, sake. Joe, now and all they the, get n- excited.
1: N- n- now they're not cooped up anymore, women. Now they're running the show.
0: <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah. but
1: I mean, I yeah. think no matter what, it's like uh, people just like physical hockey. Yeah, sure. They, the, sure. the one game here that was uh, had a couple of there's always a couple of jousts or whatever, but yeah. they 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 need it and they like a player that 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 will that will stand up for his teammates.
0: Yeah, and they do have one. He's he's as good as anybody in the league. He's as good as anybody in the league. That 44 there, you know. Oh, well, yeah, De,
1: Delaurier's been a ter- ter- yeah. he has been terrific and yeah. they come in and play physically and it's still
0: it's still no matter It's wh- part of the game. It, it's part of the game. Yeah. And you know what? You play bigger when you know you have support behind you. And Laurie he gives them DeLore, the support yeah, they've got he, a- he knows that something goes on. The player know in their own mind Psychologically, that if something goes wrong on the ice and and they need some help, he's yeah. there to protect them. And uh, yeah, and they've got half, out. yeah,
1: Hathaway. They've got a bunch that yeah. will, that will come oh, in. Yeah,
0: and you know what? And twenty four. What a what a player he is. A tough kid too,
1: you know. Well, they've got. I mean, when you really look at it, it's like it's not. It's a different game, but there's still that that mentality that you have to you have to stand up for yourself or your teammates.
0: Sure, you're absolutely right, and and they have that now, and and uh, and we play bigger. You you feel bigger. When you're out in the ice, because you have the support of somebody, if things get yeah. on the hand in the ice, you have the support. And
1: Would you have liked to play for
0: Tortorella? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I've never met the man. No. No, I've never met the man. But uh, I, I don't. I really don't know. I mean, I like, I, I don't mind playing for whoever it is, as long, yeah. as long as he treats you well and respects you and everything else. Yeah. you got to earn the respect. Yeah, have got to earn respect. Old, old school be, coach. It's not given to you. you yeah. got to earn it and uh he, so he seems to yeah he seems to do a good he's doing a great job with this team and and uh i'm very excited and there's a lot of people who are excited about the flyers you, i talk to more people now in the last that i did in the last three or four years that are excited to watch the flyers
1: nice yeah all right joe nice. well thanks for the 50 years and hopefully the flyers have some cups in their future because man it's been a long time yeah it's it been a fun. long
0: time yeah. so Fifty years! Oh my God! Imagine <laughs> that! I can't believe that. And then I want to tell you something. In Seventy-six. Yeah. Seventy-six. We could have won. We could have won seven games with Montreal, and we lost every game by one goal. And, and Bernie didn't play in McLeish. Now, you know Wayne Stevenson played well for us in the playoffs. He did very well. We got the finals, but you needed that extra save here and there. I remember the first game. We were up two nothing in Montreal. And then they come back, and I remember Guy Lapointe scored a goal right along the ice and the far hash, hash board, right against the board. Shot it right along the ice, and I was right on the ice, and I could have got it with my stick, but I thought Steph had it. Well, in the goal it goes. We lose 4-3. We play the second game in Montreal. It's one all, and LaFleur comes down and shoots the puck, a wrist shot from the blue line. Steph misses it. We're down 2 to up. We never recovered from that one. Then we come back to Philly. We lose 3-2. There's a guy named Pierre Bouchard hadn't a scored a goal all year. He got two goals in a bloody series and he, he got two winning goals. Of all guys, Pierre Bouchard, <laughs> two no. goals. And then the, we lose the last one. We, remember, we we're down 4-3. We were 3-2 going the third period and uh, they tied it up and then they got a power play of 5-3. on three and They scored to make it five 4-3 with, with about two minutes to yeah. go and then they opened that and that was it. But I honestly feel if we had Ad McLeish and Perrant, we would have went six, seven games with Montreal. It, well, It was that close.
1: Well, hopefully this team is the one in the next few years that gets them back on the path, and there's another there's another parade finally of orange and black <laughs> down Street. Oh, wouldn't that be beautiful? That would be what beautiful.
0: a sight that would behold. <laughs> oh, my God, yes.
1: yes. All right, thanks for all the memories, Joe, and the thanks for the 50 years. And once again, JoeWatson.com.
0: No, JoeWatsonOfficial.com. JoeWatsonOfficial.com. If you want the book, yeah. Thundermouth. And listen, I've sold over 2,000 copies already, <laughs> so I'm selling them. Yeah. I'm doing well with them, And you're
1: autographing them, too,
0: if yep. they want? Autograph there you go. Him. Yep, It's all there yep. for you.
1: All right. Thanks to <laughs> Joe Watson. Thanks for tuning in to South Philly Sauce and Odyssey Original, brought to you by 94WIP. And Jack Daniels, we'll be back to you very shortly next week when Ashlyn Sullivan makes the return.